0: You are listening to The Mystic Show, episode 173. Time to relax. Welcome to The Mystic Show. I'm your host, Chris Curran. And yes, if I sound different on this episode, it's because I'm actually sitting outside under my deck in my backyard. And I'm not in the direct sun because I, well, I can handle it for a little bit, but not for a whole podcast episode. So I'm happy you can join me on The Mystic Show. This is a show where we talk about a lot of things that are meaningful, a lot of things we can't see with our eyes, deeper feelings, deeper knowing, spirituality, mindfulness, meditation, all these things. In my mind, these things are the most important things in life and... The mundane things in life are good, too. We need to eat. We need to live. We need to go to the bathroom. We need to have some fun. But deeper than that, there's a lot of important things. And a a mystery. This is the greatest mystery of life is what is it that's deep inside of us that's animating us? We're going to talk about that a little bit. So I'm happy that this weekend, actually Saturday we're having our monthly Pause Your Life meetup here in Colorado Springs and I'm trying to uh oh I think I messed up my no I'm holding my phone so I can read like my outline for this episode and I just like hit the wrong button and I selected all and I, I anyway I didn't want to delete it and I don't even have my notes to make notes if I need to make little edits or tighten it up Anyhow, this weekend, this Saturday, we're having our Colorado Springs Pause Your Life monthly meetup, and we're really psyched about that. It's already fully booked, and a lot of uh, our members are returning now. Kathy, Natalie, Drew, and Brittany hopefully will be there. And we also are planning a really special Event, and if you can hear the magpies in the background they uh oh they're the magpies from last episode, which by the way, there was five chicks, not four. We've later found out there is five, and we think they're pretty much all grown and flown away now. I think they're still in the area, but uh you know they can all fly now, and we don't see them much anymore so next year, our tentative plan is for the first week of June, we're going to have our Bliss Week. A whole week of pausing your life. And this goes along with the, really the, I don't know if you call it mission or purpose of Pause Your Life. It's to encourage everyone to take at least one week out of the year and pause. And spend one week on yourself. Not on vacation having fun. Not with your family having fun. You can do that on a different week or a different two weeks. But one week out of the year, you should be able to give to yourself. And it's our vision at Pause Your Life that in the future, this will be a common, societally accepted thing that every year you go for a week to pause, to recharge your battery, to unplug, to relax, one week out of the year. I mean, come on. We scramble enough crazily every day of the year. Even when we're on vacation having fun, you're still scrambling. You're still everything. So next year, we're going to have a retreat in the fall, this fall, 2016. But in June of 2017, we're going to plan for our first Bliss Week. And we'll hopefully announce it well in advance so we can all take off that week and and gather for Bliss Week. Also, The Midweek Pause Emails, I don't know if you got on that email list yet. I talked about that two episodes ago. If you go to pauseyourlife.org, you can jump on the Midweek Pause Emails, which is just really good content that comes to you every Wednesday. There's no charge. It's free. It's just great stuff. Jump on the email list. It's a great thing to do. This show, The Mystic Show, you can hear anywhere you hear podcasts. You can subscribe and you can even rate and review us. We come out every Friday. And this week, I don't know, I really didn't feel like recording a mystic show this week. I'll I'll just tell you that, candidly. And last night I tried to do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> and then this morning my wife had the great idea of, hey, why don't you, can you sit outside and do it? And I thought, you know what? That's interesting. So here I am outside. You can probably hear you might be able to hear the road in the background, which is kind of far away. And hopefully you can hear some birds chirping. And there's also a lot of wildlife here, rabbits and stuff. We Obviously, you might not be able to hear a rabbit. But if a rabbit comes real close and I can get him on the mic and ask him a few spiritual questions, I will. Trust me. So I just started listening to this book called... Thinking Fast and Slow. It's by Daniel Kahneman. I think it's from 2011. Thinking Fast and Slow. It was actually recommended by a guest on one of the Forbes podcasts that I produce. And it's pretty interesting. To me, it's very interesting. This this, This could be one of the greatest books I've ever read or listened to. The thing about the audiobook is that the guy who's reading it is... He's He's good, he's okay, but I don't know something with the content and the way it's being read it's it's kind of hard to listen to. I almost feel like it would be easier to read this one so I can take my time and you know maybe highlight things, whatever but and I might do that. I think I'm gonna buy the book and I'll start reading it. The audiobook is 20 hours long, but a lot of times it's easy, especially in the car to listen to audio, so I'm gonna try and get through the audio book. Anyway, thinking fast and slow, real quick, there's two different ways that we think. One is the fast way, which is our immediate reaction to something. It's sort of like our emotional response, our automatic response, right? Our autopilot response, where we kind of judge something and maybe act on something or reply to something without even really thinking consciously that's kind of like fast thinking that's your your immediate response to something which is based on all your previous thoughts and actions and your habits and your your beliefs right all that subconscious stuff so that's that's the fast type of thinking he's talking about the slow type of thinking is the very logical the thinking that takes a while where you actually think <laughs> you take your time, you think you lose, use your logic and your reasoning and you, you look at real facts and statistics and you get, you build this picture of the truth or you build this picture of, of material that you can base your response off of. So it's a, a decision. Do I want to invest money in this certain stock. In fact, that's an example he uses in the book. This guy, apparently one day, he went to this car show and he saw a bunch of Ford cars that he thought were pretty cool, really cool. And he went and he invested $10 million in Ford Motor Company. And that's an example of fast thinking. Slow thinking would have been, and by the way, you can do both. You can do one then the other. And this is just, it's basically how our mind works in a very put in a very simple way but the slow way of thinking about his investment in ford would have been to do some research talk to some investors look at look at the price of the stock look at the trend or you know there's I'm sure there's a lot of research you can do in stocks that would be like the slow way so it promises to be a really good book I don't know I just thought I would mention that also on this episode I wanted to read the definition of mystic which is on the mystic show website I like reading this every now and then and I'm pulling it up on my phone right now you can picture me I'm sitting here in a little lawn chair under the deck with my phone with a with a mic stand and with a microphone <laughs> yeah I, if there was someone to take a picture this would be a pretty cool picture uh, probably not all right mystic It's a noun. A person who gains spiritual knowledge through meditation, prayer, and deep thought. A person who gains spiritual knowledge through meditation, prayer, and deep thought. So that's obviously what this show is all about. We're after that deep knowledge. It's even beyond fast and slow thinking. It's beyond all that. It's deep knowledge. And mysticism, the word mysticism is a noun. Oh, there's a reminder of (laughs) the other podcasts I have to record in a half an hour. Mysticism, a spiritual practice based on the belief that knowledge of spiritual truth can be gained through meditation and prayer. I'll read it again. A spiritual practice based on the belief that knowledge of spiritual truth can be gained through meditation and prayer. And that's the idea of a mystic, that all knowledge and all truth is inside of us. And all we have to do is to meditate and to go beyond the mind and experience what that is beyond the mind see the mind is so the mind is such a big part of our lives and we need it so much and it's so handy it's a it's a wonderful tool it's the best tool we've been given without a doubt but it's a tool and we can use it but that's it's not the goal and it's not truth <laughs> so the truth is deeper so i was in starbucks the other day and i ordered my coffee and I was waiting for them to make it. It was actually a a tall cinnamon dolce with soy milk. That's usually what I get. It, not that you care, or you might care, or if you want to <laughs> if you want to comment on this post with what you nor, with what you normally order at Starbucks, <laughs> please do. <laughs> uh, TheMysticShow.net. That's the website. www.themysticshow.net. I was waiting for my latte and i saw a man ordering his coffee and his daughter young daughter was there with him maybe 5 years old she had a a stuffed animal a dog a white dog and it crossed my mind it's sort of a could be taken as a dumb question could be taken as a good question what's the difference between the toy dog and a real dog what's the difference I mean, the same question could be, what's the difference between a dead human being and a living human being, right? What's the difference? I think it's a good question. It sounds kind of (laughs) dumb. Obviously, one's living, one's not. Okay, but what does that mean? So when something is alive, like an animal or a human, which of course as a human, you and I are part animal and part divine. What's the divine part? Well, that's what you have to figure out (laughs) through spiritual practice, through your spiritual adventure. But when something is living, when an animal or a human is living, there's some spark inside them that animates them. There's something right now that's animating me to be able to say these words and to be here talking into a mic, talking about these concepts. There's also a spark in you, which is allowing you to be breathing right now, to be hearing what I'm saying, to think about it. Maybe take a sip of water if you're thirsty, right? So what is that spark? That, that spark is the thing. <laughs> That's the spiritual adventure. What is that spark? And how can we know what it is and understand it? So it comes from the subtle depth, which is not possible for the mind to understand. Oh, and there's a butterfly flying by me. Nice. That's never happened before on the mystic show. (laughs) So there's a subtle depth to living things that really is connected to the source or divinity or God or the universe, right? There's all kinds of subtle things going on. And in our normal day-to-day lives, we don't pay much attention to it. We go about doing what we need to do to live, to earn money, to provide for our families, all this stuff, to have some fun, to watch a movie. Like right now, we're, we just started watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Again, we've seen it many times. And we just started watching it because it's, you know, you have to relax from your day. You have to take a pause in different ways in your life. Not just at a pause your life, meet up or retreat. So this spark inside of you, this energy, this essence, we can experience it more fully when we meditate and through our spiritual practice. And that's... You know, sometimes I think, why am I even doing a mystic show? Because you can't really talk about true spirituality. You can't talk about it. It's an experience. Okay, we can talk about how to get to that experience, which is basically through meditation and cleaning. You know, dropping all your worldly baggage. And not dropping it in the sense that you have to give away your house and give away all your money and go sleep in the woods. Not like that. You're just giving up the the weight of all those things. The worry, the anxiety around all those things. You can have a house. You can have money. No problem. But it shouldn't bother you and consume you enough where you completely forget about your true self, your real self. So the wind is blowing here. Again, I wonder where you're listening from, if you're working or running or or sitting quietly. I recently switched phones. So this happens every couple years because we have uh, the Verizon service. And every couple years you can kind of You basically sign a two-year contract, and after every contract is up, you can get a new phone for a lot cheaper. Of course, you got to sign up for two more years. But they used to have something called New Every Two, (laughs) which that's kind of what this is. So I, I upgraded from a Samsung galaxy s5 to a samsung galaxy s7 which is what i have now so of course the first question is well how do i transfer all my stuff from my old phone to my new phone anyway there's a whole thing you have to go through and thank god it's getting easier actually so i'm not going to go into all the specifics but when i pretty much had my phone transferred And I actually gave back my old phone and they were going to give me a credit for it because I don't really need my old phone, but I had to wipe it, wipe all the memory and the pictures and everything. The contacts, everything, accounts, everything. So my new phone was all set up and then I had to go to, I wanted to go to the Verizon store to get a protective case for it. So I know you can order the protective cases online, but I kind of wanted to see it and feel it. And, you know, of course that's one of the, One of the ways in which online shopping can't ever beat in-person shopping is if you really want the look and the feel and you want to hold something in your hand, you got to go see it. So I looked at these protective cases and I was thinking, why do we get a protective case for our phone? Well, we get it because to protect it, if we drop it or if something bad happens, we want a layer of protection So the very valuable thing doesn't get harmed or broken or destroyed. So we take this phone that's worth a lot. I mean, I think this the phone, this Galaxy S7, I think without any discounts or anything is like 800 bucks or something. I mean, that's a lot. Uh, uh, This is a valuable (laughs) thing. In fact, they say... We're calling them smartphones, but it's so funny now that most of the function of a smartphone has nothing to do with a phone. It's almost like a smart instrument where one of the small features that it has is a phone. (laughs) But other than that, there's so much more. And the wind's blowing here. I don't know if you can hear the wind blowing. I hope it's not making a noise in the mic. But the protective casing. So I was thinking about this. Think about yourself. We were just talking about this spark of divinity inside you. That's the real valuable thing. And of course, then you have a mind. That's the next layer. Or a subtle body, which contains a mind. And then the next layer after that is your physical body. Now, I know this analogy isn't quite perfect, but, but I do have a point. So, And even on our body, we wear clothing. Right? So, our physical body doesn't get hurt or scraped or broken or destroyed. And if you're, let's say, a deep sea diver, you need to wear not only clothing, but a whole protective suit, almost like a suit of armor, right? A deep sea diving suit where it encapsulates you into a safe environment a safe atmosphere, because at 20,000 feet below the sea, that's not a safe environment for a human being. You'll die in a second. You'll be crushed by all the pressure and the weight. So the diver wears this special suit that creates an environment inside the suit, which is normal for a human. It's the same as standing on dry land. You can breathe, there's air, there's no pressure crushing you. And so there's a quote by Charaji where I don't have it word for word, but he says in spirituality, we need to be like the deep sea diver who brings his atmosphere with him wherever he goes. So that good atmosphere that the deep sea diver needs, he brings it with him wherever he goes under the water. Spiritually speaking, And talking about spiritual conditions or spiritual states or just that you can think of it as levels of peace and calmness, you know, like an inner peace and calmness, right? That spiritual condition or state, we need to bring that wherever we go in the physical world. So if you go to the store, if you go on vacation if you drive you're driving in your car so the outer atmosphere is one thing and quite often it's very dangerous there's other people there's tragedies there's stupidity and nonsense right there's all this stuff in the physical world that's hard to deal with there's even this whole idea of you know getting old which i'm going to do a whole episode on getting old very soon but so many things outside of us are painful and we suffer and all this but the idea from chargie's quote is that we can keep an inner atmosphere of peace and calm and bring that wherever we go so you can be in a stressful situation a worldly situation that might be painful or stressful and yet on the inside you can be calm or relatively calm right I mean, it's true, we do get sucked into worldly things. That's part of being in the world. And actually, part of the measure of your spiritual growth is how, let's say you do get sucked into a worldly situation, and maybe you get angry, or maybe you say some things that eh, maybe you shouldn't have said. One key is how fast can you bounce back from that. How fast can you regain your inner peace and calm? So, you know, there's ways we can build a protective case around ourselves in that sense, but really, it's all very subtle. It's it's on the level of thought, right? Which is the level of thought is, it's the the level on which we practice spirituality. So we're not going to build. You're not going to build a, a physical protective case around yourself. You're going to build a mental protective casing around yourself. And that can come in the form of just remembering the deeper inner states that you've achieved so far. That's one of the greatest benefits of meditation, actually, is that when you meditate and you have experiences and you achieve certain states, you can remember those states when you're in the mundane world dealing with mundane stuff you know you can be in the grocery store you can be looking at different types of spaghetti and also deep down you can be almost it's almost like you're meditating but you're not really meditating because you're using your mind to do work but there's that atmosphere that feeling of calmness and peace that experience of meditating on the inside Which you can carry with you. And I think that's very important in spirituality. That's how we make spirituality a constant in our lives. In fact, Saj Marg calls it constant remembrance, where meditation leads to constant remembrance. That's when we really benefit in life. So spirituality becomes much more than, oh, this little activity that I do every now and then. And it even becomes much more than mindfulness, which is bringing your mind back on track when you're going elsewhere or something. Remembrance is much deeper than all that. And it's very subtle. And it takes practice. And you know what? It's something that you can practice a little bit. I mean, to some degree, you can practice it. But your experience with meditation is going to pretty much dictate how much and how often you can be in remembrance. So that's why meditation is just the core key element of spirituality. And, you know, again, if you don't practice meditation regularly, just do it now and then you know, find a system that works for you. Just start, do anything, do whatever you feel, but do something when you're ready. If you're not ready then don't do it <laughs> obviously it's really bad to force it don't force it so my new phone yes I have my protective case you know the other good thing about changing phones or upgrading your phone or upgrading to a new phone is you get to leave a lot of your old junk behind so there were a lot of pictures in my phone which oh that sounded like a motorcycle or something I don't know if you heard that There were a lot of pictures in my phone that I would sometimes use to post like mystic shows on Twitter and stuff like just a bunch of cool nature pics that I had on my phone just to have handy. And I've, you know, some of them have been there for a long time. And you know what, when I got my new phone, I didn't copy those back onto my new phone because I hadn't used them in a while and I've used them enough. So they served their purpose and I didn't have to bother my new phone with those pictures. The other thing is these apps, these little apps on your phone. You know, there's a lot of times you download an app just to check it out and all this. And most of the time or sometimes you don't end up using that app very much or you just use it once and you never use it again. But usually we forget to delete it off of our phone. So there were a handful of apps, I would say five or eight apps on my old phone, which as I was looking through my old phone... To, re- to write down a list of the apps that I use I saw these apps and I said You know what? I don't need them I don't use them I'm not going to bring them over So it's kind of like when you move Apartments or you move from one house to another When you're moving It's a great time to throw away stuff That you're not using And why do we do this? Because we don't want the clutter Clutter confuses things I mean, look, sometimes you need things. Some people are pack rats. They want to collect things. Okay. But in a practical sense, for living and using a phone, for instance, or living in a house, we don't want just a whole room full of stuff, of garbage that we don't use. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So we can either give it away or just chuck it. And that declutters us. I think there's a lot of studies out there that say for instance your your desk at work if your desk is much cleaner you'll be you'll be more organized with work you'll be more productive there's even a this is slightly related but there's even a study that says that if you make your bed in the morning you're like you're much more likely to be a success in life in general <laughs> there's some studies some one of the people I interviewed on a different show told me about that, where if you make your bed in the morning, that's that really <laughs> seems to impact your success, or it shines a light on your success, or maybe it's a symptom of success. I don't know, right? Which came first, the success or making the bed? I don't know. So these are my, if there was a hashtag for this episode, it would be random thoughts. Really, they're not so random. Uh, They're just some, you know, as I live life, things happen and I have thoughts about them of a spiritual nature and hopefully as you hear this, makes you reflect a little bit, maybe think a little deeper, maybe understand a little better what your mind is, what your spark is inside yourself, which I think the Vedas describe it as an atomic flame and it's a spark of God or the universe. So the more we can understand these things and study them and practice it and try to experience it, that's when we get the true knowledge. That's when we become a true human being, not just an animal. And of course, to think about this and to learn more about it, we need to make time for that. So that's what you're doing, listening to this show. I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate all of you listening who support the show on Patreon and through one time donations. Thanks again, Joe Voorhees, Satya Murthy, Frank, Deck. I mean, really. And of course, my mom. We appreciate you all, and I hope you're getting a lot from the show. We will be back next week. Until then, keep the faith, meditate well. Have a great day, have a great week, and as always, coming to you from my backyard under my deck is my suggestion to you, keep shining.